0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first WhoPod. My name Blair Beverage, and thank you for joining us here today. The purpose of this podcast is to get to know all the members of Team Human. Now, this was an idea I had, uh, and I posted it in the, the, the Team Human socials, and surprisingly, or not surprisingly, so I wasn't the first person to have this idea. In fact, a couple of people have contacted me, and they may end up being co-hosts, or perhaps even interviewing you guys themselves. At uh, shows in the future. I know the second Who Pod specifically, it's going to be myself and one of the other team members that uh, we'll announce a little bit later. But this podcast, I had to start with a bang. So I went out and I got the girl who runs all the social media for Team Whom, and that is, of course, Lee Angeles. Now, Lee is from Australia and a good friend of mine, fellow Twitch moderator, and we did this interview about a week ago. I do apologize for the delay in it coming out. Unfortunately, Lee's audio track, uh, for some reason, when she sent it to me, all the spacing was was removed. So it's just like one big one on sentence. So it took me a long time to edit that out. And that's the delay. I mean, she's, uh, she's mentioning in the interview, uh, the launch of Hyper RPG, which was this past weekend. Uh, so I do, again, apologize for the timing. Um, also at some point in this podcast, I think I claim to be a writer of Lord of the Rings, um, as well as another book that I really, a book series that I really enjoy. So yeah, that was obviously spoken in air. So I do apologize for that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to transition into the actual podcast, a couple things. First of all, if any of you want to be on the podcast and I do want to get to know each and every one of you, please Write me at humanpodcast at gmail.com. That's humanpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll get you on here. This includes just Team Human members, any on air talent that wants to be a part of the show, anyone. Just send us a line and we'll set it up. Secondly, if any of you are musically inclined and don't mind um, putting together a little jingle that could be Used to transition into the podcast and perhaps at the end of the podcast to transition out please also send it to that address and you'll be given full credit unfortunately i cannot pay you um i hope that's not an issue but uh i'd love to be able to have some of your chat your talent shine through i'm not very good on the technical musical side of things um so I hope one of you or multiple people of you are. And if we have many entries, we'll, we'll make sure they all get in and in its own time. Okay, so enough of me rambling. Let's get into the podcast. Who Pod, number one, Le Angeles. Welcome, everybody, to the very first Who Pod. Yes, I couldn't have chose a better guest for our first guest here on the show. You all know her. She's the one that runs all the social media accounts. For, geek, for not Geek & for Team Human. There, I gave you a promotion already. We barely started. Um, welcome, everyone. Lee Angelis, or as most people know her, Lee.
1: Hi.
0: All right, Lee. Tell us a little bit about your Human Craig. What is it that you do for Team human?
1: Um, I run the Team Human Twitter account, the Facebook page. Uh, I'm an admin on the Team Human Facebook group um technically i'm also a blogger on the team human website haven't really done anything for that for a while have to get back on that um i'm a mod in lots and lots of channels so you probably see me floating around there um that's about it i just sort of hang around places
0: <laughs> you do uh, a lot of other stuff i think you're you're also trying to organize ratcon 2016 for people down in uh, san diego this year so, so. She, she's yes, very modest Team very modest she's doing uh She does a lot for us and, and, you know, when she she lost her internet for a couple of days and we all felt the quiet. It was a
1: nightmare.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The quiet that descended upon the socials. Um, All right. So, first of all, what is being a member of Team Human mean to you?
1: I think... Probably we'll find this a lot with humans, but Team Hooman did things for me that I didn't think was possible. Um, I was pretty much a vegetable on my sofa for a long, long time there and floated around watching Geek and Sundry stuff and not really interacting a great deal until Twitch streams, sign of Alicia's Twitch streams, started happening. And once Team Hooman happened, I just, the minute somebody mentioned that on that stream, I knew it was going to be a thing. And I got so excited about it and wanted to put everything I could in. So, I started the Twitter account. And then I thought, oh, I as will go to Facebook too. I, start, I, I originally nabbed all of those accounts just in case Ryan and Felicia wanted them because I knew it was going to blow up. And somehow I ended up just running them. <laughs> it's meant huge amounts to me. Yeah.
0: No, I and mean, you, you really do mean a ton to the community. You, uh, you kind of keep us all together. I mean, the thing about these social groups the, the Facebook, the Twitter, um, even rallying us in, in the moderating channels really the sense of community took a step up from what it was prior and and i mean the geek and sundry community was always really strong but team human brought it to a whole new level and i I think we just needed a flag to rally around and and the raccoon was our flag Uh,
1: yeah and isn't it funny how that just sort of happened I'd, i'd like it how did
0: how did the raccoon happen that's one thing i actually don't know
1: Oh, really? Uh, originally it was Felicia um, wore this raccoon face shirt. It was like lots of raccoons all over the shirt. And then the following week, um, mm. or, or about, it was either a week or two later on her stream, she wore it again. And then she didn't wear it the next week. And Meninius was asking, Where's the raccoon shirt? So it sort of became the thing. So she literally, just prior to the stream, went and washed the raccoon shirt because it was still in the wash and tried to dry it, but it hadn't quite dried by the time the stream started. <laughs> so she came back on with a wet shirt. <laughs> and she blamed Meninius for it ever since. So oh. if we were looking to figure out what should represent us, it kind of was perfect that it was a raccoon. And it's all thanks to Meninius.
0: I'm actually not quite sure the uh, extent that raccoons play around the world. They're actually very prominent in, in Toronto, where I live. Um,
1: as far as I know, we don't have them at all in
0: Australia, except <laughs> in zoos. It, it's, it's actually really sad. The, uh, I grew up, um, in, in, as I mentioned, in Toronto, a suburb called Scarborough. And they, the zoo for Toronto is in Scarborough. And, and there, there actually is a Canadian portion of it. And, and, and there's a poor raccoon in, in a cage in, in the forest in Canada. You, you can just tell that the other r- raccoons, because there, there, there's tons of them up here, probably come over and like, hey, how's it going in there? You know, how, how's, how's your bars doing? You know, sort of idea. Um, no, nah, he'll, he'll never go wanting for a meal. So, but it's, 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 it, it's, it's kind of weird. I'm sure every, every, you know, place has a local indigenous animal that's, they put it in the zoo just because that's, you know, in case people want to see one. Um, I always feel bad for that animal When they're local,
1: yeah, we have lots of them in our zoos. I, I
0: can I can imagine that. I remember when uh, I, I visited Phoenix a couple of years ago, and I like when we got there, um, my uh, my wife's uncle was just like, "Well, you know, what do you want to see?" He goes, "You know, I'll be honest with you, I'd love to see a Roadrunner. I've never seen one." You know what? This is going to be tough. It's you know, I've been here for ten years. I've seen maybe one or two, and we saw one within an hour of him saying that. And another one, the another one, the next day. So uh, I've been very lucky when it comes to the indigenous animals, and uh, I hope that continues. I uh, I love seeing wildlife; it's 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 my jam. Um, uh, yeah,
1: I do. Occasionally, I tend to get a lot of snakes around here, so you know they can bugger off. <laughs> and spiders. Oh, can deal mean, with them.
0: Now, how true is the the whole kind of? um, fear the wildlife in Australia thing going. On. I, I presume it's not such a big deal in the, in the big cities or, or am I, am I just trying to convince myself it's no big deal?
1: <laughs> no, it's, well, I'm not technically in a big city. I'm halfway between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Okay. And, um, I'm, I'm right near the ocean so literally it's just over the back. Um but surrounding me is, is sugarcane fields so there's snakes and spiders and bats and mice and all little things around here. But in the same like saying that I've seen two live snakes in the 8 years that we've lived here. Uh one didn't one didn't live for very long. It was it was huge, huge. It was about this big around like it was massive and Probably about five-ish feet long, red belly black snake, which okay. are just not ones you play with, and it was in somebody's yard down the street. So there was literally a call-out down the street, all the manly men running out with their um, their shovels. All the women held all the kids back because all the kids were out playing. That was the worst part. And there's this giant monster in the front yard, so all the men are pinning it down and chopping its head off and doing manly men things. And that was the only really scary encounter I've ever had with the snake. No, I was across there's, the road.
0: There's, there's definitely that um, that North American perspective that all these this crazy wildlife shit happens down in Australia. You know, I mean, no. the movies have perpetuated yeah. a lot of it, I'm sure. They have. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the same deal. Like, you know, nobody lives in an igloo in Canada. So I, I understand the pain. Uh,
1: <laughs> and we don't have kangaroos hopping down our streets. That, that doesn't normally happen. <laughs> It, it will occasionally, but not often.
0: All right, Lee, uh, tell us a little bit about you as as a person, uh what you do for a living, what how you how your schooling went, parental situation, et cetera, et cetera. You mentioned you were somewhere between the Gold Coast and Melbourne, I believe.
1: Uh, no, Brisbane. Brisbane. Brisbane and the Brisbane. Gold Coast. So, yeah. Right. Um So, okay. I was born in England technically, so I'm only a fake Aussie. Have a piece of paper. Um Came here when I was, first when I was 18 months old, and then we came back when I was two and a half, three, to live. So I've been here as long as I can remember. Right. Um, I'm now a mum of four and a grandma of three. Ah.
0: Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Um, Technically, I only gave birth to one of my children, but they're all mine. Right. And... I, I won't officially become real, real grandma, hopefully for a very long time, because my son's only 14. not quite 15. So that better not happen, <laughs> because there will be things being cut off otherwise.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. i terrified
1: of that. <laughs> uh, it's good, actually. His girlfriend's really, really, like, on top of it. They're allowed to stay over at one another's houses because... Nothing will happen. Her parents are fantastic. They keep them in separate bedrooms and they sleep between them in the bedroom between them. So all <laughs> doors are wide open. It's fantastic. I love it. Great. But he's a good kid anyway. So I can yeah, I trust at end, him. Yep.
0: At the end of the day, I, you know, kids will find a way. But if, if you've, you know, yeah. if, if, if you've built into them that they're, you know, they'll, they'll, you know what I'm trying he's
1: to say? He's not ready. I'm sorry. My girlfriend's not ready, so it's all cool as far as we're concerned.
0: That's awesome. Yes, we talked about <laughs> these kids' sex life. This is going to st- off to yeah. a banging start.
1: My poor little human. <laughs> my, my my human in training, I call him. The hit? Yeah, the hit.
0: <laughs> okay. And then we have
1: mini-humans now. It's fantastic.
0: Mmm, mini-human. What a mini-human. There's got to be, I don't know. That Ryan's yeah, what's, right.
1: a, what's a baby raccoon called?
0: A kid, I believe, believe it or not.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, there I, you go.
0: I think that's it. I, I I, mean, we have lots of them here. Or, or is it jo- no, Joey is kangaroo. Joey
1: is uh, kangaroo, yeah.
0: I think it's a kid. I'm not quite sure. Um, okay, so now part of this podcast and why I wanted to do it is I wanted to dive into the geeky passions that we all have. As much as we are united under one raccoon flag, um, you know, at, Evolving from from this and then devolving from human, uh, whatever the t-shirt looks like, I think this is a great design. Um, everybody's got have different lots geeky interests.
1: Passions. Passions. <laughs> do
0: Everybody's got different geeky passions, and, and it doesn't matter if we love Star Wars and Star Trek. We we come together for a united front. But what are your geeky passions? Go through them in whatever length depth you'd like to. Uh,
1: number one is my family. I love my family more than anything. Um, but Team Human itself is coming a close second. <laughs> My poor family gets pushed aside. Oh, speaking of, somebody's just walked in the door. <laughs> hey, honey. Hey. <laughs> Please ignore him. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. um, oh, anyway. <laughs> TV fashion, yes. Emily, team Hooman, absolutely. Um, but I love books ridiculously. I've had to pack most of my books away now because they just didn't fit on my shelves anyway. Um, same with DVDs. Had over 4,000 of each at one point, and I've just packed them all away because it, yeah, they were taking over my house. And TV shows is my other thing. Love watching TV.
0: So what
1: uh, is, I, I, yeah, I'm, I like games as well. Play. Like, I just finished my first playthrough of The uh, Last of Us last night. Actually, See,
0: ah. see, Last of Us, it, it's pretty cool. I and, and I think I have the right one, or is it Life is Strange? No, oh, I think I'm thinking Life is Strange. Yeah, I always
1: get them mixed up.
0: Because um, one of them, um, one of the voices is Dan Hutton, who is somebody that floats in and around the same sort of web communities, and it's yeah. just an incredible. It's gorgeous. Yeah, incredible uh, uh, incredible actress that uh, has got to be one of the nicest people in the world. So I I always confuse those two up a lot, Um, those two two games up a lot. Um, But something clearly brought you to the Geek & Center community. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say it was Vaginal Fantasy?
1: No, but that kind of – I don't know, actually. I, I don't think it was. I think it was just Felicia in general. And I just stumbled across, I I think I I was bored one night and started surfing YouTube. It's like you do. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled across Geek and Sundry and was addicted and I watched everything. And then Vaginal Fantasy happened, so that was totally my jam. Mm -hmm. And I've loved that ever since. um,
0: As as a book person, yeah, I figured that might appeal to you.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's just, it's a fun, nice little outlet.
0: I love the personality of the four girls, and, and there's, they're, they're unapologetic on that show, and they, this is who I am, and they, they put the sauce in them, and everything's great. Um, and I, I really appreciate that kind of format, because, I mean, we're, we're often used to seeing Felicia in a very kind of positive uh, light. Not to say that she's negative on the show, but she's, I think, probably a little bit more hurt. On that, than perhaps the other ones. I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but um, I, I think that would be what we would be getting at.
1: And it's funny because, like, we all have aspects of our personality, I like to say. Mm-hmm. So we're always being true to ourselves most of the time, but we might not show certain parts of our personality in, in that way. I think she does that a lot. In different situations, she'll show a different facet of her personality. And let that shine more than other situations.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, we're not all just one-dimensional people, or we're, we're, we're definitely all three D. And in terms of, uh, just there's a lot of layers to us. We're like an onion. Yeah, I think they said in Shrek. So. We're all
1: onions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, well, books and 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 uh, and TV shows and movies. Uh, what kind? What is the, your favorite kind of books? What what kind of drives drives your reading pleasure?
1: definitely more fantasy based i am since vaginal fantasy i'm definitely into more paranormal fantasy. yeah
0: oh. what what's what, what's what's like my
1: paranormal everything
0: what what would be a prime paranormal novel that you would suggest to people Because i- i guess paranormal fantasy sorry
1: um you know, i have memory issues <laughs> i can never remember half the things that i've read or i've watched um That's okay my all-time favorite book series is Wheel of Time
0: mm, oh, by Robert Jordan. which we're, we're, is,
1: you know, not exactly paranormal, so...
0: They're, they're yes. right behind me on the shelf. I don't know if you can see behind yeah. R2-D2, but I'm, I'm in there. the other room. <laughs> I loved, 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 loved that series. And, yeah. Um, and
1: it gets a lot of flack, and it's long-winded, and I, I get that.
0: Look, the most long-winded book I've ever written, I loved it, but it's Lord of the Rings, so... People who want to use that as a negative against yep. the book, come on.
1: Whereas I haven't actually read <laughs> Lord of the Rings yet.
0: Now, I, Tolkien's mind, I, I would have loved to have been able to have been inside it, because he will, he will take pages to describe a scene. And sometimes you're just like, okay, there's a mountain, there's mist, and off we go. But, you know, he'll, he'll go on in such detail about about the scenery. And when it comes to Robert Jordan, um, uh, Rigby, I think his real name, last name, something Rigby. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Rigby? No, I don't, I should know this. I'm, anyway. Um, uh,
1: something O. James, Rigby, James uh, O. Rigby. James?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, James? Anyway. Oh, Rigby, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah. he, when I first started reading Wheel of Time, I wasn't sure what to think of it because. I think he did this thing with female characters that I wasn't sure if they would alienate female writers. Is that he he always made them strong? They were very predominant through the whole book, and that was there was no joke about that. But he always had the men kind of go, you know, women, you know, sort of idea. So I wasn't yeah. quite sure how that was received by female readers. But I know a lot of ladies that loved the series as much, you know, as I did.
1: I I think when I was I was. Probably about fourteen or fifteen when I first started reading them. So I identified with the queen the most at that point. Yeah. She was she was my girl and I wanted the long hair that she, you know, would choose to plait or not. Mm-hmm. And it was that kind of thing that used to piss me off because don't tell me how to wear my hair.
0: Right.
1: And yet that seemed to be a big thing in it, that they had to plait their hair once they became women. Right, right. No, didn't fly with me. Wasn't impressed with that, and I loved the way she decided, no, she wasn't going to do that. So I, I really appreciated a strong, young female character at that time in my life.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I never really understood what Robert Jordan's intention was um, with with his the writing of the females because he made them both incredibly strong, and, and then you have men dismissive of them, which I just never really understood why he did that. Um, but... Uh, was I the only one that pronounced some of these characters' names wrong for, the, for a long time? Oh, no.
1: no. Oh, God.
0: So the, There were three big ones I, I messed up. Egwene, for some reason, that was the easiest of the three. I called Egwene for a long time. Yep. Um, I, Neneve, I pronounced Naive, I'll be honest. I didn't know how to say that name.
1: I think I called her Naveen for a long time.
0: <laughs> I actually had to hear somebody say Neneve in an audio book before I went, oh. And, yep. and the oh, most, see,
1: up until you've just said that, I thought it was Neneve.
0: <laughs> well, that's closer than, I mean, it's close enough, right? That could be just, you know, an accent thing. But the one that I'm the most embarrassed about uh, was the Ayes Sedai. Um, I yeah. <laughs> I called them the I Aris. read
1: so many pronunciation guides on that one.
0: Yeah. I, I think I called them the Ares for, like, at least 10 of the books until someone That Aes sounds Sedai right. I, oh, yes, that makes more sense. So, yeah. I, I've
1: just learned over the years just let people pronounce it how they pronounce it because chances are one of you are wrong and it may not be them
0: it's true no absolutely true um i mean we're all going to hear things differently we're going to read things differently and and uh, that was a book series for anyone who hasn't read it uh, to give you a brief synopsis it's fifteen, sixteen 16 technical books yeah 16 there's a prequel in there that kind of came in near the end of the story which is a little weird so, yeah um, 16 books. It was originally going to be 13. The author. I think passed... it was
1: originally going to be seven.
0: Oh really? Okay. You mean you're yeah. further back? Than yeah.
1: Way, way back. Yep.
0: But when I joined, uh, 10, uh, nine books were already, no, 10 books were already out. So I, I kind of came in late to the game, but, uh, yep. the author, unfortunately, while in the process of writing the, the last book of the tome passed away from a rare form of cancer, uh, so he had another famous writer, Brandon Sanderson, basically take his notes and what he'd already written, and, and they hybrided the story. But both uh, Brandon and, and his wife, who was his editor, uh, just decided that there was just too much story here. We couldn't do it in one book, and they made it into three. And it was an outstanding series. Um, it was weird because I could always tell where Sanderson started and and Jordan ended. They were just their, their styles they were they they were very distinct between the two of them. It was weird then yeah, that. I think
1: again. he did well though. Finishing Sorry? them.
0: He yeah. did a great
1: job finishing them though. He, Although he to be honest, I haven't actually finished the last book. Oh, I haven't even I just I, I can't do it.
0: I okay, can't read I the last one. I w I won't talk too much plot then, but there is a chapter that is 200 pages. So Yeah. When you get to that chapter, you gotta set aside some time because I got to that chapter at about twelve thirty at night and um and I was about to stop because I, I like to stop on chapters. Well, yeah I do too the the, the the title of the chapter it was like, okay, I have waited you know x amount of years for this chapter. I have to read it so so I read till about five in the morning. It was crazy um but it it
1: i I don't think but I finally get to that point where i can I just don't want it to be over. It's been such a massive part of my life since I was so young. I can't bring myself to end it yet. I, but I, I, one day I will.
0: No, I I, will. and I absolutely get that. I mean, I have finished the book, but I don't want it to be over. And yet I'm sitting there. Yeah. Going, well, You know, the author's passed away at this point. Um, this is kind. This literally is his life's it's over. work, and I, I don't know if I want anyone else writing in the world. But I would like to see it done in another medium. Um, I mean, it is such a massive story that I'm thinking, well, you can't really move yet. But then, you know, this this uh, Chronicles of uh, Shannara. Shannara. I mean, yeah, so that's now a show. So it's like, okay, well, that's kind of in the same same realm. So I hope to one day see that hit, perhaps that kind of miniseries or Game of Thrones type Yeah, of that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because it really is a really great story. and uh, Although still, as, as a TV series, it'll be hugely epic. It'll be a, a pretty big TV show, too. Now, um... To get into your movie and TV love, which you clearly mentioned as well, uh, what kind of brought those things on? Was it that you always had a a love for both the silver and and big screens?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I I used to sit watching movies or watching TV while I was doing my homework and studying and stuff. So it just became my thing. I just always loved movies.
0: I remember um, – I, I have a wonderful story about my very first movie. I don't remember it, but it was – my dad took me to see Star Wars, so it kind of works right into that whole geeky cred thing. And um, it, it, I could sit there and say that that, mo- that movie launched my love of movies, but it didn't. It totally did not. Um, but my love in, in particular of sci-fi and action uh, was, was brought out of a little stupid movie that I saw in a little theater called Ice Pirates. Um, and then my dad had a lot of movies at home and uh, I was really kind of drawn into uh, uh, time Bandits was another one with a bunch of time traveling little people and I just I really loved that exploratory underdog kind of story and that's always what's drawn me into the, the stuff that I love. Um, I also like things that aren't afraid to go to the dirty areas but not too far. And, and, and knowing what that too far is, I think is the true gift. Of a story, of a storyteller. So, what kind of uh, stuff draws you in? What kind of shows? What kind of? Oh, uh,
1: well, I have one of those stories as well, and mine was ET. Ah, um And yes. it first, oh, it must have been when it first came out on video, maybe a VCR or I don't know, one of them, way back in the day. I was still in England, and for, for many, many years, it was the only memory my aunt and uncle had of me was a little girl sitting in front of the TV watching E.T. and crying her eyes out. And he had to go home.
0: E.T. was a wonderful movie. I absolutely loved E.T. You're right. I had the pop
1: vinyl. (laughs) I bought the pop vinyl because I saw it and I went, you're coming home with me. (laughs) E.T. is, it's time to come home.
0: E.T. came home. It's just in Australia. Uh, There we go. Uh, No, I I absolutely uh, agree on that one. I think we we're very similar in our tastes of these sort of stuff. It's, it's amazing where we get along so well together. It's, I know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same basis that we have. Um, it's funny it can, though.
1: Like I'm a massive action fan. I love my action movies. It doesn't matter what it is, especially martial arts action movies. Uh, if it's sci-fi and action or fantasy and action, then I'm, I'm done for. You win me with that kind of movie every time.
0: How are you in the Disney universe? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's
0: fair. I, I find I I, I pers- my, myself Depends. I consider myself a, a Disney file, and a lot of I think a lot of people in the community are, but there's also a lot that aren't. And that's why we're all different. and We kind of yeah. have our own things here.
1: I do love Disney movies, but I also have to be in the right mood. I think. play with rom coms. Like occasionally I'll do a rom com, yeah. but I've got to be in the mood for it
0: no I, no I, i'm
1: not one i yeah. just put a chick flick on for the hell of it
0: oh no i i, I hear you um in spades of that one I, I i don't generally reveal my favorite movie but it's actually a rom-com it's the star wars and all these they're they're up there they're up there but my, my favorite movie of all time is when harry met Sally. so um, oh. it's just it's, it's crazy it's like my whole life i do all this but then the top pinnacle is this this lovely little uh um There's nothing wrong with that. Um,
1: Although I honestly couldn't tell you my favorite movie.
0: I, I can't. And that leads I, us into the rapid fire. That is a mood thing.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> perfect.
0: And literally that was a question. So maybe I'll just take that one out cuz I don't cannot do it. Dump you. But I'm going to can't
1: even it. do like a top 5 because <laughs> some things may pop into that 5 and other things will <laughs> pop out for a little while. It just—it Just it just so. Okay, yep. so this
0: this rapid fire section, I'm basically going to just throw questions at you really quickly. I want you to answer them fast. Don't really think about your answer. It doesn't matter if it's right. Just we we will do this. It's, uh James Lipton I think is kind of the person who's famous for doing this. Uh Don Diego, friend of mine, does, did this on his uh podcast uh Cocktails and I always enjoyed it. So uh so are you ready, Lee? I'm
1: ready. Uh
0: go for it. Okay, your favorite color. Purple. Favorite food?
1: Right. Grapes.
0: Grapes. Uh, a phrase that you use that's just so you. Suck my dick. Like it. Uh, <laughs> morning person or night?
1: Oh, night. All the way night. Vampire. Uh,
0: country you would love to visit? The moment, America. America. I want to hey. go to the US. favorite word fuck okay Um, last book you read if you can remember
1: Uh, last book I read was one of the cupcakes and trinkets series from the vaginal fantasy um, last month but I'm still carrying on with the series
0: cool Uh, your spirit animal
1: I kind of have to say raccoon at this point
0: Raccoon works. I think I might change yeah. that wording to "What is your patronus?" But anyway, same deal. Yeah. Um Do you have any phobias?
1: Uh, spiders. 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 Phobia.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> snakes. Actually, the S's: spiders, snakes, sharks, scorpions. I want to play with them. Yeah. The S's. Yep.
0: All the S animals. Got you. What one trait that you possess best describes you? Don't know. It crazy. Crazy. All right. Works for me. What's your, what's your favorite TV show of all time? I'm I gave you a pass on movies. I couldn't give you a pass on both.
1: I'm going to say Angel.
0: Angel. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what is your?
1: throwing big- up my name.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve?
1: I have lots of them. Is this toilet paper rolling the wrong way? A bad one.
0: Oh, I so agree with you on that. It, there is Over. one way to put on a so. toilet paper yep, roll. Yep. One. That is it. The amount of times it's put on wrong is, oh, I, I, I agree with you so much. On it my
1: does mind. my head in
0: oh. completely. <laughs> I, I will
1: change. I will go to people's houses and change their toilet roll. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, if you could have unlimited storage for one thing, and I have a feeling I know what this answer is going to be, what would it be? Oops. Books. Books. Uh, if, what is the origin of your name?
1: My online name?
0: Uh, Leanne. Yeah. Oh, my real name. Yeah, Leanne or Leangelis. You could do either or, or both.
1: Leangelis is actually a combination of my real name, Leanne. Um, let spell it. So if it's an, um, Angel's human name is Liam and Angel. And then Angelus. That's so all four of our names mashed together.
0: Good enough. Um, and for Ryan,
1: it's pronounced LeAngelus. <laughs> Ryan yeah. loves to tease me that it's LeAngelus.
0: <laughs> I, I understood. I caught up on Angel this year. I know what you're talking about. I liked the Liam part of it, though. I missed that. That was that was yes. really another layer. That third. Oh, so it just layer.
1: helps. Yeah, it just <laughs> helps that my name is only one letter different
0: from Liam. So. If you were to write a book about your life, what would you call it? Oh, fuck. Okay. If you had one album or CD, and only one album or CD that you could take with you on a trip to Mars, what would you bring?
1: Oh, uh, can I make my own?
0: No, you're cheating. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> technicalities. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. How about no? You can't make your own. You have to bring it from it an. Has up. to be one single.
1: Ooh, I want to say Death Leopard Taseria, but I love a Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe Greatest Hits. It's bon Jovi's
0: Greatest hit. Have to get. Yeah, I, I was going. Is she going to go with slippery with wet, uh, when wet? But no, the greatest hits is probably. The
1: yeah, I think I'll go the yeah easier.
0: Favorite. Okay, your favorite actor or actress. Charisma Carpenter, no question. Charisma, and your favorite act actor. I guess we'll do one for each. Each. Um. I don't
1: really have one.
0: Fair enough. I'm yeah. good. Uh, Have you ever had a near-death experience, and if so, what?
1: When I gave birth. I don't know what happened. Um, Apparently somebody had turned the gas up too high, and there was no oxygen, and I wouldn't let go of the gas mask, and I blacked out and saw myself floating. Oh, no, I was floating, saw myself giving birth, and saw my mum slapping me across the face trying to wake me up. And then I figured I was probably supposed to be doing something, and then I worked out it was breathing. And as I took a breath, I came back.
0: Wow, weird. <laughs> that that that's about the best. Well, no, I shouldn't say best. That is probably the most interesting near death experience I've ever heard. That's, that's in that's, a nutshell. That was weird. Wow. Okay. I don't know how we're going to top that right. one moving forward. I may gonna...
1: have just been tripping balls at the time. I don't know, <laughs> but that was what was happening to me.
0: I might, have to re- I might have to retire that question after that answer. That was pretty amazing. Uh, okay, where was it? Which – and I have a feeling I know where you're going with this one too. Which letter of the alphabet best describes you? L. Yeah, okay. My
1: first name, my last name, my online name. Perfect. All the way L.
0: If you could switch bodies with somebody for a day, who would that be?
1: It would have to be male. Yeah, Maybe I'd... I'd just switch bodies with my
0: husband actually. Ah, there's an interesting answer. I, yeah. I agree with you. I'd have to go with the opposite gender as well.
1: Yep. And then I wouldn't leave my house.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come I on,
1: just, you all know I had to go there. <laughs>
0: I would just go pee all day long and be happy. You know, I'm standing, I'm doing my thing. and everything. I'd be
1: writing cool. my name in the snow. I'd have to go somewhere <laughs> snowy so I could write my name in the snow.
0: <laughs> I could put you up here in Canada. And finally... Yep. How awesome is Toronto Gal? Way too awesome for words.
1: <laughs> Seriously, that woman has the most amazing, just everything about her.
0: She may be the kindest person. In the world. I have ever met. And I'll, 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 use, I'll use the star online because I would love, love, love to meet a uh, Toronto Gal in person. But uh, maybe one day. <laughs> yep. Yep. She
1: yeah. does so much behind the scenes that nobody realizes.
0: No, and, and and the more help that you guys give to you know the team human community and the geek and sundry community, it's something that both Leanne, uh, sorry Lee and I both do, um, it it just keeps getting bigger and bigger the further back you go, and yeah, it does. You're, you're never going to find a better person, honestly. Now we're going to have a little bit of fun. I gave okay. Lee a little heads up about what we're going to do here. We're going to test her uh, improv skills a little bit. So, we're going to do a little bit of a scenario. So, I'm going to be a bartender, sitting at a bar, cleaning the rails, as you do. And Lee's going to walk into the bar, and she's going to sit down and order a drink and tell me about her day. Thing, though, is Lee is a raccoon. So, take it away, Lee.
1: Dude, I need a quick fuck.
0: Bastard. Quick fuck, yes. One second. Here you go. You alright, then? I woke up this morning... Oh,
1: it just... it's... It, it's been a hell of a day. I woke up this morning... at a warehouse. And... I don't know what happened, but... there were beer bottles everywhere.
0: Hmm. Didn't know Raccoons to be... someone who enjoys their... a beer. A quick fuck, maybe, but beer? Oh.
1: Where the fuck's my drink? I don't know what happened with the beer. I don't know who was there or what happened. I just woke up surrounded by beer bottles. Half of them were smashed. Or crates broken open of, of beer bottles. Stunk. Like, ooh, I don't like beer at the best of times.
0: That sounds wrong. Somehow. Man. So what, what did you do yeah. after you came to?
1: Well, then two dudes chased me out of there. They were wearing weird orange vests. And... One was holding the camera, and they chased me out.
0: Interesting. Sounds a little sinister to me, if you ask. I want to know what the hell happened last night. Well, do you, do you have a phone or a camera that uh, that you carry with you?
1: Can't find it. I don't know what happened to... had okay. no pants on. had no, no phone, no wallet.
0: You have, oh, do you have of the No. Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes,
0: right? No. The two and a half sometimes to. in the way I... I
1: yeah.
0: So they find you, you, you wake up in an abandoned warehouse full of beer bottles, you stink, and there's men with yellow vests, or orange vests, sorry, and, and a camera there.
1: They're filming me while I was coming too. I don't know what they did to me.
0: Sure hope you don't end up on one of those videos. Me too. Well, those, they do tend to take advantage of you know, college-aged raccoons. Well, it. You didn't sign anything, right? Like, they didn't put a piece of paper in front of you?
1: I didn't sign anything. I straight out of there as fast as I could.
0: It's good. It's a good plan. So to talk I to went the and hid in
1: a dumpster for a while.
0: A bit of comfort food? Yeah. you so You going, going to tell the cops? Hello? No. Huh?
1: I don't know what I did. Not telling the cops anything.
0: Well, do you have any weird marks on you, or does anything seem different now?
1: Um, don't think so.
0: Might be fine. All right, drinks on the house. Thanks. Uh,
1: Thanks, dude.
0: Need take, it. Just take care of yourself. And see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: totally ripped off that video because I couldn't think of anything else.
0: <laughs> going into this, I'll tell you guys, she was very nervous. <laughs> so I kind of put her on the spot. So uh, thank you for participating. That was great uh hopefully we can have some more fun with these things moving forward um okay now you do work on a lot of things on the social media side of of team uh is is there any things projects in particular that are upcoming that you would like to tell everybody about
1: uh definitely most the, the soonest thing is hyper rpg launches on friday or well friday pacific time uh at noon um, it'll be a six am start for me, Woo-hoo. but I'll be there because it's a charity um, supporting the Halo Foundation. So they're a great foundation.
0: And for anyone who may not know, Hyper RPG, we have some some old friends over there.
1: We do, we do indeed. Um Zach will be well. He's the, the everything. He's CEO Overlord. Uh, no, CEO Overlord now. Um. We've got Anna, Geek Girly Gaming, has just moved across. Yeah. So that's a bit exciting. And she will she's programming manager, I think is her title. Um, yeah. But we've got heaps and heaps of new friends over there too, so it's a bit exciting.
0: Yeah, I, when, when Zach left uh, the Geek and Sundry stream, I know a lot of people kind of felt like he abandoned the team, and that was never the case. No, you, the no he knew it was in good hands. His love for Team Human is, is is about as high as you possibly can. He can't stop talking yeah. about how great we are. He has a tattoo of less than three on his body. I mean, that's no, commitment yeah. right there. How many of you have that? You know, I mean, Zach, Zach loves this community. He he is hoping that this community will also embrace his new channel. Um, and uh, we have a lot of people there that we all love, as she mentioned. You know, Zach and, and, and Anna and... and uh, they start Mia's just bang.
1: been up there to help him as well. And Mia's been up there the last few days. He went back this morning, I think. Right. Um.
0: And they and they start off where 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 Geek and Sundry really hit their home plate uh, home runs, and that's the uh, that that charity stream. And, uh,
1: um, yeah, and that's what we're all about.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. So uh, Lee's going to be assisting with that uh, a lot. It sounds like, and uh, uh got some plans. <laughs> got some plans uh she's got also she's a moderator on a bunch of other people's channel i, I think i have listed here felicia day ryan day uh joe josephine jim jcvm whatever you all know her by uh amy dallin i presume Yep. steph uh hector yeah. keller ivan as well and so these guys are all very prominent um, everybody
1: just uh,
0: odds me well you do you do such a good job and and i mean I, i'm 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 a moderator on the Geek and Sundry channel. I'm going to say technically, I I, I show up from time to time. Uh, you're there all the time, Lee, and uh, yeah, half yep. the time I don't understand how how fast you all are at moderating. It's ridiculous. I mean, there I see something come up. I and I have a fairly good internet connection. I have my thing ready to click, and they've been banned. Like I don't. I'm not yeah. even close.
1: Half the time I don't even get to it.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's you know. When you're moderating, you're not just, you know, taking care of business that way, but you're you're facilitating positive commun- uh, communications within the channel, um, answering questions from people that are new and, and others that are old, and um, you know, it's 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 not always easy. There's 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 some personalities that are tough to deal with, but uh, yeah, I and mean, sometimes
1: is- it's hard just keeping the, your
0: positivity level up,
1: yeah. um, and then keeping everybody else's up at the same time. Yeah, it gets very tiring, and a lot of us need to take breaks.
0: It all well. but every every time the bell rings, they always answer. So,
1: um, show your mods love.
0: Show your mods love. Absolutely, I'm uh, I, I'm always at, in awe of what they do, and I see a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and you, you don't even know half of what they do. Um, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, and uh, RackCon 2016, I guess I this is something you kind of informed me of, and and this is this is hopefully. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is hopefully in an, uh, an informal kind of getting together of Team Human. I believe down at San Diego when Comic-Con's on, is that correct?
1: Yeah, so it'll be at San Diego Comic-Con, and we've pretty much, it, it's it's definitely an informal thing. Nothing's officiated by anyone or anything. Um, but we figured a lot of humans would be traveling to SD anyway for Comic-Con, so why not organize a big meetup with us all where we can actually put faces and names and stuff properly and, and get to meet one another in real life. And I can give people hugs in real life. <laughs> so
0: uh, exciting. Uh, that's, that's uh, so I, I remember last year I had a few friends that went down and, and uh, Felicia and, and Ryan really made an effort to pull aside the team Human people oh, and, and, and have a little just kind of meet and greet with them. I mean, they, they created this community, uh, from a naming standpoint, but the humans themselves are really what uh, what are the building blo- yeah the building blocks of why this this community is so great so so i'm we're... hoping
1: I'm hoping we can build on that from last year because getting back in Australia while it was all happening, I was so jealous. I just oh. wanted to be there
0: I, I I can't even tell you how much I wanted to be there i was I was yep. literally. At my cottage, um, it was beautiful. It was absolutely gorgeous. I was doing everything to try to convince myself that I wasn't missing anything, and uh, I, I did. I absolutely wanted to be there, and um, and I was very envious of all those who did. But I mean, the fact that a lot of my friends got to have that experience, and I kind of got to live through them a little bit vicariously, yeah. I will say. Uh, that, that, that was good. I mean, I, to be there would be great, but to, to do that was, was good. So even if you can't make it, please feel free to tie, uh, to tune into all these, um, events cause they're going to be on social media. People are going and to
1: follow be- the team human account because I will absolutely be tweeting stuff and retweeting from other people. So not just stuff that, um, like we happen to be doing there, but people, other people will be off doing things at other events and. Um, other off sites and stuff so anything that sort of people at team human with i'll be retweeting them as well so yeah
0: and for anyone who may not go down because they couldn't get a pass uh, i'll be honest with you i've had a few friends go down um and they end up spending more time off site than in uh if you if you if you have to see those sort of things or else you don't want to be there that's one thing but the amount of stuff that happens offsite of san diego comic con could honestly keep you busy uh, uh, on it on its own. I mean, Geek and Sundry in particular does a lot of offsite stuff, and at least historically, I can only hope that they do it again this year. And I'll tell and you, as
1: far as I've heard, um, yeah, they will be doing their offside of or Legendary will be doing the, the offsite event again. Um, so that will be probably the majority of our meeting misses, I think.
0: Right, and I think most people can go down there with just that and be more than happy. Yep,
1: that's, but, yeah, that's. I think that. I, I didn't bother even trying for a Comic Con ticket. Yeah. Um just, eh. it, it would probably be awesome, but I'm more interested in meeting Humans and seeing geek on some stuff, so
0: as would I, and I would presume as would most listeners. Most of our humans, yep. <laughs> Alright then. Um I guess we should wrap this up. So where could people find you on the socials? There are a lot um, of places.
1: Yeah, I'm um, I'm everywhere. Um at Team Human? Um we also have the website, teamhooman.com. But you can find me personally at, at LeAngelis5. Um Just yeah. Google LeAngela or Team Human and all of the social
0: pod. <laughs> good stuff, Lee. Thank you for being my very first guest here on WhoPod.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, uh, I couldn't have found a better first guest. So I would like to do more of these moving forward. So if anyone is interested, and I know a few of you are, you've already reached out to me, please send me an email to humanpodcast at gmail.com. That is humanpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see about getting you on the show. Again, this show is about you guys. We may have some on-air talent from time to time, but it's really about Team Human and and the people that make up up the group. And and I really want to get to know each and every one of you. So... Until next time, guys,
1: take care.